Hey everybody, this is Mike with Hunting Ain't Easy. And uh, quick intro here. Um, Charles Whitwam from Howell and I sat down yesterday to talk about the wild pig bill, Senate Bill 856 here in California. And um, kind of prompted by the fact that this is one of those pieces of legislation that looks attractive to hunters. It's got some shiny, shiny bait. Um, but really that bait is set in a trap as far as we see it. And uh, so we, we do a little bit of a deep dive into why this legislation is not good, why it's flawed, why it's a trap, and why it is a net negative for the hunting community and really the ranching, farming, overall outdoors communities in, in California. Uh, and then we touch on the status of the anti-hunting, anti-bear hunting bill or, or petition that's going to be back in front of the Fish and Game Commission here in California in April, about a month from now. So a um, little deep dive on some California issues, but relevant to everybody in the audience, you know, nationwide, all over North America, really, because I think some of the issues here that we see with this wild pig bill demonstrate how the anti-hunting organizations work and their willingness to slice away you know one or two percent of opportunity um, at any chance they can get and it's where we should not be uh, acquiescing or allowing that i think we can stand on our own as a hunting community support what is good for hunting without having to layer in compromises that are bad for hunting and uh, don't support us or other community members that we uh, are typically aligned with. So enjoy the conversation. It's about an hour. And uh, thanks again for your listenership. We'll get back to more hunting conversations. Uh, try not to get stuck on the, the policy uh, roller coaster that we've been on lately. But uh, thank you. Please do listen in. Follow How for Wildlife on Instagram. Follow in, uh, follow Hunting Ain't Easy on Instagram. And as always, your feedback and comments and questions are best directed through the Instagram channel. And I look forward to engaging uh, with you all in the uh, coming weeks and months. Thanks for your support. Charles. Michael, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, you've been yeah. busy. I feel like we we should record more of our phone calls, just just like on a, on a whim, just for uh, you know, so the Smithsonian can can archive them someday. That's what um, that's what most people say because the best things come out just in regular like in regular conversation, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'll kick this off. Ad hoc, uh, random phone call between uh, hunting ain't easy and howl for wildlife yes uh basically kind of in reaction to uh yesterday we got we, we got the updated pig um action set up on howl um as we've been digging into like what the real purpose is behind what the kind of what the landmines are within the legislation sb856 and so um, we updated the action yesterday, and then I think 
I think last night or maybe it was really early this morning. I, uh, you know, I post up on Facebook and in all the various hunting groups I'm in, um, what, uh, that, that this is updated action is the threat to hunting in California. And, and a lot of people, you know, initially respond, like, I don't see it. Like I've read the legislation. I don't see the, I don't see it. So I thought let's, let's get together. Let's talk through kind of your, your view, my view, what we're seeing with it, um, what the opportunity is, what the threat is and why it needs to be opposed. And then maybe we go into um, some of the other issues that are going on with how, and, and I think the first is kind of lead in like, how's it going? Like what's, what's new, what's top of mind. Um, then we'll go into SB 856 and maybe touch on the bear issue. Um, it, how is it going? It's, it's busy. It's very busy every day. There's, there's uh, tons of new actions that are being thrown our way. I'm working on what we can. And then a lot of the, up, a lot of the actions are getting updated. So, um, today, Georgia, the trapping bill in Georgia, they passed another step. Mm -hmm. That one's going to pass. Pretty sure that's pretty, pretty easy. It's just, there was an amendment. So it has to go back for an agreement and then it's going to go to the governor's desk, but it's already that's gone. A pro, that's, that's pro that you call that pro hunting. That's, <clears throat> that's a pro hunting. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yep. Awesome. Um, and then Colorado had uh, today, they had another meeting to pass the Senate committee um, to, um, to basically bring the option to have hunter safety and for seventh graders as an option. They can, okay. you know, like an elective, like the school can make it, it's optional at the school level or it's optional at the, at the student level or both. Both. Okay. Yeah. Both. Um, and that one seems to be passing quite swimmingly. Yeah. Which is great. It's, it's, it's cool to, I don't know. I really like that, that committee in Colorado. They're, they're fun. They okay. really are like there's, there's comedy going on. Yeah. And actually I've noticed that with some of the committees uh, it's, it's, they're having fun with each other, when, but when you say committee, what do you mean? Is that, the, is that an organization of organizations that kind of a, a so group this of, is the Senate committee today was the Senate committee on ag and natural resources in Colorado. So, oh, so it's electeds. Yeah. 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 And mm. they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, it's interesting because some of them were against the, they wanted the bill to pass that would, that would have banned mountain lion hunting and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And some of the same people are for, Hunter's safety in in their schools so this is interesting to kind of dive into that and just see where their see where their mindsets or yeah you know, see where their decisions are coming from and and um yeah, it's just interesting you know people are all people are different and they have different reasons for right. what they believe but it's kind of refreshing for them to say you know hunter safety is goes way beyond just becoming a hunter and, um, most of them had had their hunter safety at some point in their life, actually, which was pretty neat. And, yeah. um, you know, they really went into just personal responsibility and, you know, survival and ethics and, you know, of course, gun safety. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to pass it, I mean, it's gone through, it's already gone through the house. It's gone through the Senate. four steps it's gone through. Yeah. It's on step four now. So, um, I'm, get, I'm getting a civics lesson, just watching that go through yeah. and watching Howell's Instagram updates about that legislation as it goes through the process, because I think that is, it's like, wait, 
I thought we won. Wait, we won again. Wait, we. Can't. How many times do we have to win <laughs> to get this through? And and the fact is, is yeah. like it's a it's a t- it's a path that that these le- this legislation has to go through to get to a governor's desk. I'm learning right there with you because there's been yeah. a few times where people will text me, it passed, and I'm like, oh, that means we're good. What means we're, what? <laughs> we've, we've won. Right. No, we just passed this this committee or this floor, or this house, whatever, wherever yeah. it's at, and it's it's on to the next one. So, okay, so I'm I'm 100 learning right there with you. This yeah. is not my area of expertise, that's for sure. Yeah. But I'm a part of it, so I'm learning. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I don't know. All it's it's, it's all great. yeah. So lots of, lots I think of stuff. give give people some background. Are you are you sitting there like researching all these yourself, writing them yourself? Like, like there's a lot of 50 States, Canada, like how, how, how are you channeling all this knowledge (laughs) and then, and then putting this into, into an actionable form? Is that something you want to, you want to talk about? At this point, people are pinging me daily. Can you do something about this? Can you do something about this? I'm getting tagged in Instagram posts. Um, BC, British Columbia, for instance, mm-hmm. that issue had been coming up. And for me, I was like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on in Canada. Personally, I have no connection to it. I would love to get involved, but I just, I, I don't know their legislative process. It's just a whole nother thing. But if somebody wants to provide that content for me and, mm-hmm. and get me through the process to where I need to go to create an action, then sure. I'll do that. So it kind of started, I was on a podcast, um, that was, uh, backcountry, backcountry journal. I don't okay. know, sorry. I think that's backcountry journal. Um, and, uh, he'd asked me and I told him that I said, well, if you know somebody that can give me content on issues in Canada, then do it mm-hmm. next day. Um, the issue in, in BC, the, the peace, um, region seven B with caribou and, and moose, um, where they might honestly just close down all hunting of those two species. Mm. Um, I just started getting tagged because people were making posts about it and it's like at maybe at Howell can do something. Right. So, uh, cavalry. Yeah. At Howell. Yes. <laughs> So I contacted one of the guys and I said, Hey, here's what I need. If you can provide me this info, or do you know somebody who can? Mm-hmm. Yes, we will get you in touch with, um, I'll do what I can and we'll get you in touch with the wild sheep society. Okay. That happened very quickly. The wild sheep society, like this guy is out on a construction site doing his day job. And he's like, Oh man. Yeah, we can help. He texted me. He's like, just give me some time. Uh, yeah. Here's my email address. So I emailed him basically our template for what we need to create these actions. And I had yeah. it, I had everything. He forwarded it to somebody else at the org. I had everything I needed in a, in a few hours, which that makes my life so much easier. Yeah. Um, Cause then all I have to do is just build a web page and put it in the back end and, and um, you know, get the decision makers and all lined up for that one. It was a little tough because there's 86 decision makers. So getting all of that info in and you know inserted in the right format for it right. to work um right. that takes work. a little time but yeah yeah uh other bills you know 
I'm doing some of the content. I'm writing some of the emails, but I'm relying on, if I can, I'm relying on others like you, for instance, you just, <laughs> you just, I'm a new part of the answer because yeah. I've done a few of them. Yeah. You updated but, uh, the recent, um, pig bill yeah. and you, you know, you got that going. And then, um, I, I wrote a little bit on there and yeah. West coast archery shop. They sent me, um, I don't know, four or five emails to add to that as well. Um, good. I think she did that last night, but I, I put that in this morning. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's whoever will help me. Yeah. So really, I'm, I mean, the key, the key is that somewhere in the, in the process, a subject matter expert that knows the issue and knows the process like is this legislation is it in committee is it proposed is it in committee is it on the assembly floor like where is it in the process so who do we who, who needs to be targeted for, in terms of engagement or is it a commission you know there's a petition in front of the commission or is it like a, a call for public comment you know there's so many different variables there but somebody needs to come to you ideally with like here's the issue Here's the, here's the threat. Here's the pieces of that to explain that threat. And here's who we need to send this to. Yeah. So I can, once I have the bill, I can track the bill and, okay. and, and it gets updated every 24 hours, basically. So I can see where that's at. I can see what Got actions it. have been taken. I can see what committee it's, 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 it's at currently. Um, so I can get, once I have that info, once, once we have an action live, I can just, you know, use a bill tracker basically to see where that's at. Yeah. Right on. But people are updating me like in Georgia. Yeah. There's a, there's a guy who's at every committee meeting in Georgia and he's texting me live, <laughs> like, like play like, by play. Yeah. He's like, this is what's going on. This is where it's going to next. And that's, um, that's just invaluable. Yeah. Having, it's a lot it's a lot but it's like that's priceless like to get oh, that yeah. level and that's like four months ago he didn't have anybody to text like there was nobody in the hunting audience that was paying attention that he could text to yeah. give that play-by-play -play. yeah when winning or losing like to get the to, to then share it publicly like you know get the Instagram post out, get, you know, and not just for the, for the likes, you know, not Instagram posts for the likes, but really, cause there's people like with the Colorado issue, there were people tuned in, like what's going on or the Washington to bear issue. What's happening? Like, give me an update. Yeah. Um, and so that's great that, uh, you know, that, that people now that are paying attention have a channel to go to, to help get the word out. Um, yeah. So he'll, he'll say, you know, Hey, there's this bill that's coming down um, coming down the pipe and, uh, you know, when we need some help with that. Yeah. So that's what I want. That's 100% what I want. So some of this legislation I'm learning, I think we're finding, you know, it's not always so obvious what the threat is. Um, I think that's where like a challenge for you is going to be to like do the due diligence, you know, somebody from that, you don't know from an organization that you don't know mm -hmm. from a state that you're not familiar with says, Hey, there's a threat here. Mm -hmm. And sometimes this legislation is written in a way that's like, I don't know, like, I don't see it mm -hmm. or it's not clear. Mm -hmm. And I think we've got that with SBH 56. Yeah. Um, because I mean, heck even outdoor life, 
magazine, you know, their online version. Yeah. They, they ran the article like the day after this came out, like, oh, this is great. You know, $15 validation for pig hunting and blah, blah, blah. It's like this, it's like this golden nugget was dangled out in front of the hunting community to where even media outlets grabbed it and ran with it as though this is the best thing ever for hunting in California for pig hunters. Yeah. When it's like, okay, let's peel that onion back and see what's in there. And then it's like, well, you know, my thought was like, there's a lot, there's a lot more language in here than just $15 validation. Cause I could write that legislation in about three lines, mm -hmm. but this thing goes on and touches on all this other stuff. And so that's been, that's been a, I think this is a good example where we as a community, like need to dig deeper and really understand what's in these things. So that bill, the wild pig bill SB, yeah. is called a SB 856 in, in 2018. It was called uh, AB 2805. It's the exact same bill. <laughs> so, um, and when that came out in 2018, mm -hmm. there were hunting organizations, pro hunting organizations that supported that bill. I found some yesterday. They're still online. The articles are still online in the support and i'm like it, god you can't take this down that one's been pulled down did you get that pulled down did you email somebody <laughs> i did heck yeah i'm like hey is this a okay. mistake he's like yeah. that's a mistake we're gonna pull that down we are vehemently opposed to sb 56 <laughs> right now i'm like i figure it was a mistake like good, I, good for you okay but i'm the asshole that does that that's perfect no, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why i love you for sure okay <laughs> So, but that was proof that when that came out, one of the larger, whatever, one of the California organizations, they supported that bill because, yeah. you know, somebody, I would guess the, at the time, the author of the bill was a Republican mm -hmm. and he's big in the, in the, uh, ag, ag community. He's, he's a, a congressman, I believe in the, um, it was uh, Bigelow yeah. in, in the ag community. So probably a bunch of people were like, oh, he's a Republican. It's going to be pro hunting, blah, blah, blah. Right. We're going to, we're going to support this. Right. Um, that wasn't the case. And back in 2018, we found out that there was, and this was the biggest issue. Sure. There's big game account issues where they might lose money. California, the big, big game account, uh, might lose money for this, um, right. for passing this and whatnot. For me, the issue was the, the verbiage that was inserted into the bill pertaining to fences and high fences. And actually, and you're bringing up this now, and I kind of forgot, we, we brought this up a lot in 2018. Um, the definition of fence is yeah. not clearly defined. And this is the important part. This is not an opinion. This is, so even if you can't find it on Google or, or whatever, there are a lot of this, a lot of the language gets inserted by lobbyists who are in right. Sacramento or whatnot. So it's not going to be on Google. It's not going to be outright supported or talked about or whatnot from right. an anti-hunting org. However, when a bill gets presented, there's politics at play. Mm -hmm. And if a pro hunting bill comes along, that is possibly going to see some resistance, an anti-hunting lobbyist We'll we'll say it. we'll grease it and say we won't give you the resistance if you slide this in there right and that happens and that happened with this bill yeah verified 100 
So now here we are in 2022, the bill was copied. So the bill now, the author is a Democrat, uh, Bill Dodd from from Napa. The bill was copied from Bigelow's office. Like copy and paste, like control C. Control C. (laughs) So what does that mean? Just throw everything else out. What does that mean? That means this bill has language inserted into it by an anti-hunting lobbyist Mm -hmm. that's still there. And the results and consequences are still there as a result of that. It's yep. very, it's very small. It, it's, it's hidden that most of the paragraph that covers the, the high fence preserve hunting, right? It's like two lines. 90% of that are laws that are already illegal in California. There's already laws on it, but it makes it sound like this is all, this is all new. Right. And the, the insert in there is um, any type of promotion or, or, basically anything to do with fenced hunting, high fenced hunting, but no definition of what the fence is. Yep. Why that's important. You can't, you can't really say like, well, that's just a, uh, that's a far stretch to say, it's you know, not. we have no definition of a, it's not because it's written California. by, well, it's written by anti-hunting and anti-hunting yeah. lobbyists. So well, what is, what's their intentions? What's their goal with hunting? Well, and in California, public interest lawsuits, are fair game. Yeah. Like it, it, and at that point, like, you know, I had a, I had a hospitality business way a, a, a lifetime ago, prop 65, the shakedown attorney that sends people in to take pictures and ensue you sent their people in and they took a picture of a, of a, of a, of a beer glass that had a ceramic logo on it. And the beer glass was not tagged with a prop 65 warning on it. And I got I got served I I got served with a lawsuit for not putting an anti a lead warning on that glass, and so and these laws are written in California laws are written in a way that it's like it's everything's fair game and there is no debt they don't put a definition in there because that would mean it's easily like worked around. And so now you say fence. What's a fence? Well, guess who gets to determine what a fence is? Two attorneys and a judge and how much money they want to spend fighting each other to defend their right to do what they want. Yeah, exactly. Or or are willing to settle out of court on something. So I think all people need to know if you are a hunter is that the passage of this bill is a passage of an anti-hunting um agenda agenda yeah Yeah. the the rest of the bill is a is a it's quite silly i'm i'm not really quite sure what it's really accomplishing um i honestly think the biggest effect could be those two small lines Mm -hmm. that are that are inserted into that bill and it also sets it sets precedence that oh you know pro hunting bills we got to have a little bit of we got to work with the anti hunters a little bit which we don't I, which i think maybe in the past um as ridiculous as that is maybe they had to do it that way but no i don't think we need to do that now i think hunters are are forming we are getting involved there's right. tons of us and I think we should reverse that hundred percent right. reverse that, you know, right. the, the, the pressure should be on 
whoever's writing the bill that has to do with hunting, you need to please not only the hunters, and of course it needs to be aligned with what makes sense with regards to management. Right. But absolutely not do we need to play politics with with anti-hunters. What's their end goal? Like that's right. that's absolutely insane. We keep losing and losing and losing. We're gonna keep playing politics with them. Well, and the other thing that's that's unacceptable. Crazy, the other thing that's crazy is is it mandates it mandates that the department CDFW create a, a pig management plan. Mm. Well, yeah. By 2024, yeah, 18 months from now. While we don't have an updated deer management plan, we don't have an updated bear management plan. We don't have an updated wild sheep management plan. I don't think we have an updated uh, antelope plan. And there's already a mandated bobcat plan. Right. Okay. Exactly. So, I was just going to bring that so, up. So, so we're so working on the bear resources. Yeah. Department resources are going to be prioritized over all of those to execute a pig management plan for an animal that per this law is no longer a game animal. It's no longer a non-game animal. <laughs> yeah. Like you're insane. Like, like it can, it's like, it, it's like, it is a total Trojan horse to get a, get in to, 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 to cut off what is important, cut off funding for what is important and potentially threaten private land hunting across the board. I think. I don't quite understand the, the reclassification um why it needs to be an exotic and all that there's i don't know there's some there's some weird things going on in this bill mm -hmm. there's there's a cdfw would have involvement in the usda um permitting process with bringing animals in to to the state which is strange because you, that's livestock you have to get an approved brand now so now there's a there's probably a fee yeah like if you're bringing swine in now you have to have an approved brand so CDFW sure. is now mandating uh, has 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 some kind of uh, ruling power over non-game animals, livestock. livestock, livestock, livestock. Yeah, right. So, so, so back to the high fence thing. We are not talking about anything that's illegal. There's already laws. You cannot capture a wild pig mm -hmm. and and put it into a containment and have you can't do that just right there there's already laws for that right if um i'll just bring it up they can get mad at me if they want to but it's fine it's a it's a it's a public business or whatever but everybody knows about it bitter water outfitters they yeah. have they have um what's considered they have exotic hunts high fence hunts a thousand acres it's a thousand acres of of, of containment right and to be fair he also has um free range hunts and deer hunts and everything else. They, they have tons and tons of land, but I know that they have a thousand acres of a contained, uh, preserved hunting. Okay. Um, and those, the pigs that are there are considered livestock. They are imported in the California. They are given, um, veterinary certificates. They're giving import certificates. They're tagged mm -hmm. and they're, they are brought in onto his property and they stay there for his contained hunts. Those contained hunts on that 1,000 acres are used by everybody, but specifically, and what I've been bringing up that, yep. that bothers me is the people who, who do go there in large amounts are 
disabled veteran groups, mm-hmm. uh, elderly hunters who can't get around people who, who, who aren't mobile, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of, lots of kids go there again. This, these are non-game species. CDFW, CDFW has nothing to do with it. You don't even need a hunting license to go there because it's livestock. Right. Okay? Right. So you you're, get a, you're, you're paying to go kill somebody's livestock. Yes. So like, it's, it's, it's essentially the same as when you and a, a farmer or, you know, a butcher or whatever brings in livestock right. and they got a bunch of cows, they got a bunch of pigs, they have whatever, and it's time to butcher them. And then the meat goes somewhere. So this is a place where these animals roam around. And I know after they're there for a while and they're on a thousand acres, they get a little used to people chasing them around and things aren't quite as, as, as easy all the time. Yeah. So it, it, it can also be fun. It can present a, a certain level of, of challenge, but they have a really cool thing. there called hunting. I think they call it hunting school. And by the way, I have, I've never met Bitterwater Outfitters. I've never been there. I have yeah. no affiliation with them. I just know about it. I know some people that have gone there. And so, so anyway, they have this thing called hunting school and you can, you can go there and sign up for this hunting school. They teach you how to shoot. They, they, they teach you target acquisition. They teach you gun safety. They yeah. teach you butchering. They, they teach you, you know, point well, of like impact. field dressing. I mean, field dressing, a everything. new hunter, me yeah. two years ago with a bear in, in the mountains, like, <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah. What, <laughs> what do, do I do, I do now? now? Yeah. I mean, field dressing alone is, and just the, just the sensation, like the, the emotional and physical and psychological process of killing something yeah for the first time that's that's that that's a value yeah to anybody but i kind of hate i feel like i don't want to explain this to like convince people because this isn't a game species and it's in this bill right but it's but it's 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 inserted in there like it is a game species like oh we're gonna take care of this wild pig problem that's that's where it gets tricky you're talking about livestock it's it's an attack on ranching and farming as much as anything well you know i don't specifically know that the anti-hunting uh in this specific bill what their true intentions are but we know what their intentions are in, in Oregon in OP 13. And that's to outlaw all hunting, all fishing and all ranching, all as uh, animal husbandry, animal right. agriculture, all of that. So right. call me a conspiracy theorist, whatever, but I just don't like that. We have a wildlife bill mm-hmm. where you can throw something in there that has nothing to do with wildlife. That is that's, that's tricking essentially hunters. Mm-hmm. Cause there, I see it all the time. Hunters are like, I don't see anything wrong with this bill. Right. And then, and then they'll say, well, that doesn't really affect me. So I don't care if that, if that goes away, you don't, that's the problem. That's the catch. A, that's the catch. If a bill has, is, has anti hunting orgs, insert language into that bill to appease them. You don't care about that. You have to care about that because you're next. Here, here's my question. What's the difference between the high fence hunt, as as we all think of it, like truly a fenced enclosure, um, not the single strand wire that, that I think is at, at risk, but a true high fence hunt. What's the difference between that and most pheasant hunts on 
Upland Game Clubs right. yeah. in California. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that and an inland lake that has planted fish? Mm-hmm. I would tell you that legislatively, legally, practically speaking, there's no difference. And as soon as you take out the the bitter water operation that isn't for everybody, but some people use it. And it's really important for some people. Like it's not, you know, the people that, that see value there and use that operation as an experience, it's a critical part for them in their experience. Mm-hmm. What's th- those next, the upland game, you know, bird hunts that are, you know, farmed birds dropped on the ground, scurried around and then shot Mm -hmm. and inland inland lakes that are that are planted those fish can't get out they didn't grow up there no you know and and so all of a sudden you've got it's it's a slippery slope the guy on facebook said you know as an average hunter i'm disabled i'm an older dude i'm I'm an average hunter this bill doesn't do anything this bill doesn't threaten me i'm like I think the I think the average hunter needs to be concerned about the one to two percent or five to ten percent, because the animal rights the animal rights or the anti hunting folks are happy to slice away one percent at a time because they won't stop. They know and, they won't stop. And and we've seen it. I mean, we're also at the same time. It's not like this is the only bill we're facing. There's right. bear hunting is on the chopping blocks. We've already lost bobcat hunting for for a period of time until maybe we have a management plan and then that gets approved or whatnot. Right. Um, same thing with bear. We need a management plan. That's, that's kind of the, the, the process that the anti-hunting orgs are, are going is you don't have a management plan. So how can we be sure of the population? So we better just cancel these hunts. Right. That's, that's essentially what's what their motives, you know, they're, they're kind of tacked mm-hmm. for, for multiple States right now. Mm-hmm. So, for me, you said, you know, what's the difference between a pheasant hunt and all that? I'd like to know exactly why this isn't better than, um, you know, if we're going to talk about like, you know, you know what a true hunter is and what a whatever oh, yeah. a canned hunter is. Why is this not better than going to the grocery store? And if you don't have, if, if you're okay with this bill passing, do you go to the grocery store and get meat? Do you no ever different. go there when, when somebody else killed that cow for you or that pig for you and you went and got bacon and they packaged it up right. and you went and bought it from Safeway and then you brought it home? Let somebody go to a thousand acres. And by the way, Bitterwater isn't the only place in California that does this, but let somebody go to the thousand acres and get their meat and bring it home. Right. It's livestock. Right. It's livestock. It has nothing to do with the wild pig problem at all. Zero. They, these pigs don't get out. They cost a lot of money for Clayton to bring them in. It's it's you just have to look at it like that. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. This bill can be rewritten and then maybe it can be supported, but you got to throw that out. There's the other issues, which I don't also this ask your ask your hunting organization if if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, ask them how they feel about this bill. I'm pretty sure because we've discussed it with many of them. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're all against it for the same reasons. This isn't right. us. This isn't just us. Yeah. Talking it's, not about just this. Two, it's not just two guys. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you, you know, I, I have, and, and, and you have, Mike has, um, we have spoken with, uh, with tons of different people about this that are, that are in orgs or whatever. Um, but I guess we're the first to, I don't know, is anybody else talking about this bill? I'm, I don't think it's they not are. getting a lot of, it's, I think yeah. it's not, it's not getting a lot of like heat in social media or, you know, well, social media. Uh, it's got initial support from, you know, you know, magazines and whatnot that, that kind of, I think, I think took the bait and the bait is that's a press that it, release though. Yeah. It's I mean, a, they regurgitated a press release that was written for them that made it look good. Yeah. And the problem is, is too many people are like, Oh, like I just buy one validation and that's it. I can hunt all the pigs I want. Mm -hmm. Okay. We like that idea. I like that idea. I don't think 15 bucks is the right price, but whatever. Well, let's we, we come to the right price later. Let's go to a validation just like we put it on our Upland game validation, our duck stamp, whatever on our on our hunting license every year. Um, let's put it, let's make it a validation. Let's let the commission figure out what the price is. Because like baking the price into the legislation, you know how hard it is to change? It's impossible. Like let's 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 make the like most of, most of this should be done through the through the commission so there's a two-way door and it can be mod modified as lessons are learned um but yeah let's go to a validation and then what else does it do that's positive we think it might try to address making depredation hunting depredation kills on private property for property damage more efficient and easier i think there's a question mark if it really succeeds with that but if that's the secondary focus, then that too can be done without all this other language. So there's, I just, yeah. I, what else is there that, that the hunters want? I mean, I don't think there's anything else. It's depredation kills more efficient and easier process and a validation as a simpler way to not have to buy tags. Is there mm -hmm. anything else? No, I don't think so. I'm, I don't really think what's presented in there, the, the depredation Again, the bill speaks like it's creating all this new stuff right. and it's already stuff that exists. That's either that you can already do or that you can't already do. So it's, it's, it's clever in getting you to think, oh, wow, this is like, if you don't know any better, like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Some of it yeah. does sound like a good idea, but yeah. I don't freaking care if it sounds like a good idea. You can have, you know, Hey, no tags whatsoever for all pigs. Um, you don't even need tags anymore. Sure. I don't care if there's something in there that's going to take a family run business out that has nothing to do with the issue at hand because yep. we, we let an anti hunting org sneak that into there. Absolutely not. No, let's write our own bill. How about, why don't we start? It drives me nuts. Why don't we start? Cause we talk about this all the time. Let's write our own bills that make right. sense and get them written, right. And yeah. passed. And we will make sure there's no anti hunting, you know, inserts in there. How about and that, is that why, idea? And that is why there is not enough in this legislation to warrant greasing it with the anti-hunting part. Like we should not be giving up one to 10% of hunting or, or whatever opportunity to make this go through. It's not that good. There's not enough here. And so we should not, we, we as a community should say, okay, what do we like about this that has zero loss? Put this away, oppose this 
make this thing go away and then say, these were the two things that we liked about this. This is the one thing we liked about this. And here's a super simple legislation that private property owners that have that run guiding and hunting on their property will benefit from because tags are quote, you know, it's just a validation. Everybody benefits. And we support that 100%. And you know what? If we can't pass that because the anti-hunters are going to oppose it, so be it. I'd rather lose and stay where we are on this issue than gain what looks like smoke and mirrors and we know has net losses attached to it by going forward with this. If it just, passes, then what's next on the next bill? You think they're like, oh, we, we got rid of those, we got yeah. rid of those high fence hunts in California. Yeah. So we're good now. We're good. Let's go after, we're, let's we're, go after the pheasant hunts. We're done. Of course there's going to be something else yeah. that's that's next. Yeah, absolutely. Because they that it is what they do, it is absolutely what they do. So I think um yeah, it's uh I, I've been just trying to share a lot of people like I've read it, I don't see what the problem is. Um and, and that's the problem is there's so much in that bill that has nothing to do with the shiny object that we're all focused on. It's like, why is it there? It's there because it means something else. Like yeah. the shiny object is what we're all looking at. And there's all this other language that has other meaning and other consequences. And we're not focused on those and nobody can explain them. Nobody can tell me why all those things are good. They're just saying that they don't see it. Mm -hmm. and so and that's the problem we're not we're not making this up if i remember right it was um she's a lobbyist i think it was jennifer fearing that's who put it in in 2018 mm -hmm. but you can't you can't find that i just but i remember that from 2018 i mean that was right. that was the breaking point when when the hunting orgs found that out and that was confirmed right. they were like, like oh, oh. oh oh shit <laughs> we don't support this bill anymore right because the, they knew 100 percent true yeah right. they knew where it was coming from 100 percent true and it validated oh there is a threat here like oh this area that looks kind of gray and and you know it's obfuscated and whatnot it, it's like okay there is actually a threat here and there's an intent yeah um i mean if you if the, the fence thing alone, I, I don't trust it. Like, I don't trust the lack of a definition of a fence because if you don't define it, then it comes down to the warden can define it. The sheriff can define it. The private attorney that sues you can define it. A judge yeah. can define it. Like it will be defined through all kinds of painful and expensive processes. What offense is in this situation. We can't rely on common sense, right? I mean, you know, no. I, I love this state, but it is California. Yeah. And um, there are forces, you know, involved here that represent all kinds. So if you just let something kind of loosey goosey in there and you say, ah, it doesn't mean that. Well, I mean, we're, we already know that language is backed by anti-hunting orgs. So, so does, you have to question everything. You have does to hone ranch have fences. Of course, of course they do. Yeah. Every vineyard has pretty much yeah. a high fence, uh, yeah. pretty much a, 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 a bit of containment. Um, yeah. but if a, if a pig breaks into there, which they do, I, I hunt them all the time. Um, am I, am I in a contained hunting 
preserve now. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's just where would where would that go? Crazier things have happened. Right. It, right. It it doesn't matter. That to me, the definition of fencing, I I stop when I know that the anti-hunting orgs have been, and I was gonna keep repeating it, have been involved. That's where I stop and I said, ah, I'm done. I'm done with it. Cause it doesn't yeah. make any sense. It, yeah. It it has zero to do with wild pigs or the supposed problem that we have here in california i mean i you know the the bill i'll make this point the bill that says we have this big problem in california with wild pigs and this is going to solve it and give landowners make it easier for landowners and all that i don't think we have that big a problem no we don't i don't know when, a when you can charge 800 bucks to have somebody come out and attempt to take one oh, off your property you must not want them gone that badly <laughs> yeah it's it's way more than 800 bucks i don't know a landowner not there's problems on golf courses and there's problems in places where you can't hunt pigs. Okay. There's solutions sure. for that. Maybe come up with a solution for that. But yeah, a landowner that has thousands of pigs on his property is making some pretty good money. They don't have a problem with it. Believe me. Right. They're out there dropping corn by the truckload down and down in the, down in the Creek Creek bottom. <laughs> oh, they, 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 oh they, look at all these pigs. <laughs> they, yeah. They can't do that. But I mean, <laughs> well, you can with a depredation permit. Um, but what it's saying it solves solves nothing right Abs- absolutely not it's 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 kind of silly and for it to come from a vineyard owner in napa which i don't think those vineyards have pig problems anymore they yeah. are they're very well secured they're very well monitored yeah. um, plus if you see a pig destroying your property you don't need a depredate you can kill it on site you can actually do that with a number of animals, but we'll stick with pigs. You can kill it on site. Yeah. And no one's going to question it because when is a pig just wandering through? A pig is always molesting something. Right. They're always rooting something. They're not just yeah. kind of ha- hanging as out. I, you know? As I understand, the depredation <laughs> process, the depredation permit process is already pretty slick. It's already pretty easy. Like literally kill the pig, call the department, say, hey, I need a permit. They, they're like, here it is. They were it's, they were handing them out over over Zoom uh, over the past year. So yeah, yeah. you could. So it's you, it's you not could, like that's a huge barrier to to that is on that issue. No, it's um, not. I've got a buddy. You know, back to the average hunter who wants to use this type of service that's going to be outlawed. Um, that doesn't have anything to do with wild pigs. <laughs> uh, got a buddy. He's about my age. He's he's an outdoorsman. He does a lot of hiking, backpacking. He's not really a hunter, but he and his father-in-law. So let's you know, let's take father-in-law is probably in his seventies. Um, they're going down to to Bitterwater. Oh, okay. They're going down for like a couple days. <laughs> he bought a new rifle. Got himself a new new Tika. Um, so he's put a thousand dollars into the hunting economy and he's stoked. Like he's never hunted. He is stoked and he's going to go down there and they're going to have a great weekend. They're going to be outside. They're going to kill a pig. They're going to harvest it. They're going to, they're going to learn to field dress it. You know, they're going to go through the process and have a great experience. Um, and he'll probably be five times more likely to want to go hunting where he goes backpacking after that experience than he would be today without that experience. He'll learn something. 
yeah. I don't know. I call it um, adventure groceries. You know, it's, sure. you know, however you want to, you know, label those animals and whatever, but it's, it's, you're, you're going to get meat still. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you, you go to the store to get it. Why not go down there and learn something and learn how to dress an animal like mm-hmm. to do, that's a huge skill. It really is yeah. how to butcher an animal and, 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 and meat care and whatnot. That's huge. And then, you know, for people that don't have friends who hunt or whatever, or they didn't grow up hunting or whatnot, they learned that and they're like, well, you know, maybe I'll go try that on my own now somewhere. I don't know if that happens with everybody. That's not the case with everybody. It doesn't matter. Who cares why somebody wants to go there? I might even go there someday. I've been invited to go. I just haven't had time. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like fun, actually. You know, whatever. It's just go get some meat. Who cares how I go get meat? You know, shut up. a A thousand acres. I mean, that's not small. No, it's not. I'll bet. A lot of people, if they mapped out, like put a little on their on X, like, like drew a drew a polygon around the area they actually cover on a on any given you know deer hunt, it's 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 not a lot more than a thousand acres. <laughs> right, no, it's a it's a big piece of property. That's a lot of that's a lot of land for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's you know, I, obviously, the goal of this conversation was to share like our view on this and why. People are saying they're not seeing the threat and that's intentional. They're not supposed to see the threat. It's, it's, it's woven in there. So it looks very innocuous. And um, if there is something on it that we want, we should isolate that and make that the legislation. How much is or, a wild pig tag right now? 25 bucks. It's 25 bucks. Okay. So how many people get more than one pig a year that don't go? How, okay. How many people get a pig a year? Um, and then how many people get one that where you don't go with a guide, right? Right. And then how many people are getting more than one? Yeah. Not many. Not so many. is this worth 10 bucks? Right. This is, is all, it's, you're going to save 10 yeah. bucks. Yeah. You know, what it, are you going to do now that you have a pig validation, you're all of a sudden going to kill 20 pigs. Just, right. Isn't, right. Just, that doesn't mean anything. We're, you still got to go find the pig and kill the pig, which you already right. probably can't do unless you're paying thousands of dollars to pay somebody to go do it. You know, which, in a, which case a, you don't care. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, so, the, like you're what? you're buying a pig tag and you're bringing a a hundred dollar bottle of scotch and yeah. you know and then you know fifty dollars with you know hundred dollars with steaks. The whole, <laughs> the whole thing just doesn't add up. The the risk reward, whatever it is you want to call, however you want to look at it, it yeah. does not add up. It's not doing anybody any good, and it's certainly hurting. It'd be ridiculous to support this bill and especially if you know this and, and actively hurt these family run businesses that have mm-hmm. nothing to do with wild pigs. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you think California has a wild pig problem, they're not contributing to it. Right. At all. Right. What's the reasoning for that? Right. Yeah. It, it, it improves things for 98% of us in a minuscule way. Yeah. It negatively impacts whatever two percent five percent in a hundred percent way and that's what the anti-hunters like they want to slice they want to slice they want to take a slice off the block and make that piece go away so that what they have to go after the next time around is closer to the core and a smaller overall body to cut at um they won't stop 
No, and they won't stop. And they they love their incremental wins. And that's where we need to get better. We are willing to accept incremental losses and they are willing to they they celebrate the smallest, most minuscule incremental win. And and that is where that's the problem. This is the whole like, you know, I don't know, I think did, did Clay come up with the 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 guard the gate, like you know, that slogan. This is that guard the gate moment. No, like this is not driven by the biologist. This is not a conservation. This is not a conservation positive issue. Like this is this is a guard the gate moment where we say no. Like you're you're not taking this incremental cut from the overall body of hunting. This is the bill that got it all started. This is where all this started getting involved in bills for me. <laughs> and then yeah, the you same paying, bill that, this, that this came guy back you around. Pay, this is what got you paying attention. Yeah. You got your spidey senses up. That's yeah, good. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Happened, so let, let's quickly, um, let's quickly, I, I promise not to take your whole evening. Let's, let's quickly look at um, bears mm -hmm. and bear hunting in California. Um, mm -hmm. We've got uh, the Humane Society. <sighs> Petition is going to come back to the Fish and Game Commission uh, probably April 21st. It's a Thursday. It's the second day of a two-day commission meeting. I believe wildlife is on the second day this year. And so it should be Thursday the 21st. The agenda is not out yet, so we don't know where it is going to, going to fall on the agenda. Um, it's going to be, it should be a decision day. It should be a decision day in the sense that uh, CDFW, the department has had the petition referred to them since February, and they are going to come back and respond to the petition. And I believe they're, the, 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 the expectation is that they will present their data uh, and they'll maybe present a new way to look at their data in terms of like what the data tells them in terms of and, and how strong their belief is and, and you know, what the, what the bear population is likely to be, you know, what the range is in California. I think I'm expecting that they'll respond to the theories or the threat that, that you know, fires are crushing the bear habitat uh, or bear, bear population. And they'll also, they, they should come back and also respond to like, the economics, like if this were to go through as proposed, here are the economic ramifications, tag sales, big game management account, costs of, hopefully they're going to cost additional costs of uh, bare human conflict that would be expected to go up. Um, and I also believe because it is a very important issue these days, they will talk about DEI, equity and access like R3, like what this means in terms of access to big game hunting in California. So that's the expectation is that the department comes back and responds to all the different aspects of the petition. Um, and I, I, my hope is that the hunting community turns out, we had 250 to 300 hunters on the call, I think last time around in February, my goal is that, even though it's like it takes a lot to get to, it takes a lot to get the energy and, and the rally sense going, but we need to go into that call with the same, if not more, hunters online to speak, you know, speak from the heart in support of bear hunting. I think 
we're going to be able to get that. And also this is going to be, we can attend in Monterey. Not confirmed yet, but it does. It is on the calendar as a, as an in-person fishing game commission meeting. Mm -hmm. And, um, I am my, my next eight weeks are hectic, but I'm like, I may just make that like a road, a road warrior day and drive down that morning and drive home that night. Um, because yeah. I, because we, we need to be there. Like we, as a hunting community, yeah. you know, if we have five, it'll be five more than normal. If we have 50, it'll be 50 more than normal. Yeah. Um, center of California. We're all three hours away for, we're all four hours away. Um, if we can, you know, I know how many days off from work we commit to hunt. Like this is it. Yeah. Like, this is an important day to show up. So I'm hoping that since the Humane Society decided to take the science route and they really want a bear management plan, mm -hmm. I am hoping that we can, I'm kind of surprised by that. I guess there's two sides of this now that I've seen what's going on in Washington, but I'm right. hoping we can get a great updated management plan that yeah. I believe confirms what most people who spend time out in the woods say is there are way more bear now than there was 10 years ago yeah in and more areas in, in, in more areas in more areas so yeah. if that is the case then certainly bear hunting should go on but also if the numbers have increased and we and the aim of managing a species is to keep those numbers healthy where there yeah. isn't too many of them because that affects themselves their habitat it also affects ungulates mm -hmm. maybe that's an opportunity to do two things open up well two tags a spring mm -hmm. bear season mm -hmm. which means which means way more revenue as well Huge. because out of state hunters would love to hunt spring bear in california oh yeah it's probably the it could arguably be the best state in the United States, maybe besides Alaska, so I'm not sure to yeah. hunt, to hunt black bear. It could yeah. be that destination. 100%. Um, for me, I think it could open up. I'm just, you know, this is my hopes, but it could open up. Hmm. Maybe we should talk about hound hunting again. Right. Like if let's see where these bear numbers are all, all because we want to uh, to, to do our best with, with what science is, is, is showing us. Right. So right. that's a great argument. Um, yep. I'm kind of surprised by that. However, however, in, in Washington, uh, the late, the latest committee meeting with them, they brought on their expert bear biologist doctor who gave an amazing presentation on, mm -hmm. on the state of the bear population mm -hmm. in Washington. And mm -hmm. she said, it's healthy. It's, it's, it's flourishing. I see no reason to do away with the bear season yep. at all. Um, the science supports this. And then some commissioners said, well, but how can we be sure? <laughs> see, and they and started, they started bringing up, God, what was it? What's the type of, what's the type of, uh, social, social science? No, not well. It is social psychobabble, psychobabble. Yeah, basically. Um, I forgot, Here, well, I forgot what the terminology was, but basically it was like, well, we can't be sure, 
and um, we need to do more research and we need to do more and more. It's basically just stalling and pushing it down the line. Right. Like, Hold on a second. Washington, California doesn't have Washington has a full time bi- bi- bear biologist. She just right. laid out and gave a presentation on the state of bear in Cal in, in Washington, Washington and based on their data and what they right. what they have year after year after year. They have a spring bear season. They have a fall bear season. You know, it, it's it's all intact. She just laid this out. And but people who just don't agree with it because they didn't like the science that they heard. And they said, well, let's do this. Let's do that. I'm a they will always move the ball. They will always they'll set a target. And then they'll move it like that is the thing, like just like they will never. and, And that's where we can't like just accept it you know that's where we can't get in bed with them about like have them help like pay for the science like it's just the 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 hsus petition in california one of the scientific measures that they want to be included in this is the social science of bear hunting like what does that mean are they talking about like the social interactions of of like bear like males that kill cubs are they talking about infanticide (laughs) are they talking about like the fact that Susie and Dave that live you know, on in Huntington Beach and surf every day, if you show them a picture of a cute bear, they say, oh, I don't want bear hunting. Like, is that the, what social science are they talking about? Yeah. They're always going to move the ball. They'll never that they will claim that the science needs to be perfected. And wildlife wildlife management will never be perfected. If you look at it in a one year or three year snapshot, you look at the last 90 years. And it's the only successful process that we've got. So uh, in that regard, well, I don't know. And this is where, you know, people are starting to talk about like, like maybe we need to lawyer up, like, you know, the anti-hunters sued fish and wildlife services, basically sued to get, you know, wolves relisted and they got it, you know? And I'm just wondering if, Humane society wants to battle this out with, you know, does the Fish and Game Commission want to be involved in a lawsuit? Does the state of California want to be in a lawsuit because they're uh, they're they're ignoring sound modern scientific practices with with the with the bear population? I I don't want to go there. I want to go. I want to win in April. I want to win in yeah. April. Yeah. With a great hopefully you know fingers crossed a great presentation from the department that objectively lays out what they know about the bear population what they know about the economics and the sustainability there the ecological and the economical sustainability of the issue i want them to lay out what the accessibility of those big game tags means to every californian state Everyone, every Californian, whether you live in downtown LA, downtown Oakland, Napa, Redding, everybody in California is like two hours away from, from bear habitat. And they don't have to wait for a draw. They don't have to wait for a specific weapon. Like you can hunt. And so I hope that the, that the department lays out all the issues and our commission sides with opportunity and a sustainable management practice that is hunting, but we have to show up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what has changed this year. 
I don't think we would be this far in Washington or in a lot of these states if hunters were not showing up. So um, that makes it, I think, much more difficult for any commissioner or anybody to just start going off the rails when they're facing a crowd who they know they're BSing, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and before if they weren't facing anybody, they're like, yeah, we'll say what you what we want, you know, right. and that makes that makes it easy. That's just the nature of things. That's how that works. We have to continue showing up and yep. and in much larger numbers, it has to keep growing. It's not it can't be the same people and eventually get because it's very important for uh, for the non hunting public to understand this, but we have to reach out to them and get them involved. They have to see it, not for us to get them into hunting necessarily, right. but they have to see it that what we are trying to ultimately do is actually protect wildlife yep. through the, the role that management plays and yeah. hunting is a part of that, uh, a part of that management tool. So if we can get more of them to understand that the same way that PETA gets, you know, a few people on their side when they throw a commercial on TV or something and someone goes, yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, we need to get a few of those percentages on our side as well. And to start working with as well. It's, it's the same thing. It's, it's not that yeah. it's not that difficult. We just don't do it. Yeah. We need to do that. And I, and I really think then when we, when we face these issues and we go to committees or whatever it is, commissions, um, we can be much more powerful and yeah. yeah, put our money in the right places. We can have actually more than one lobbyist in California. Right. Imagine that the right. anti-hunting five lobbyists. Oh my gosh. Imagine that. Why aren't we spending our money on that? The anti-hunting right. orgs spend their money on that. They have, they have tons of lobbyists, very powerful, yeah. influential lobbyists in yeah. California. And, and they're 501c3s and they, yeah. they somehow manage to do it. Like, well, well how's we, that? Well, we can't do that. Right. Yeah, yeah we can. It's just, yeah. we got to do it. Yeah, no, we can. We so, can. Yeah. And, and bears are, to me, it's like bears are such like perfect. Like it's such a, they're so adaptable. Like they're actually one of the most adaptable big game species there is. So they're going to continue to expand their range. They, they are healthy and abundant They're It's a great meat. It's a great, like, it's a great big game species to go after from a meat perspective, from a harvest perspective. Um, Economically, we put so much money into big, you know, wildlife or, or habitat management through the bear tags. Like it's 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 just like it's a the only way you can be opposed to it from a facts basis is if you just don't like it, <laughs> which isn't about which isn't about facts. That's just about feelings and and you know bias. It's 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 ridiculous. The labeling. I listened to the, the hunt to eat podcast today fully with, with the, the, the anti-hunting. I would have been so triggered if I sat through that. I, I haven't, I haven't listened to it. I'm going to, but oh man, kudos, like, kudos to those guys. Make sure you listen to the whole thing because if you don't listen to the whole thing, you're like, why isn't this guy saying anything? Right. But she brings up what trophy hunting is. And basically the second you take that skull and put it somewhere or taxidermy something or whatever, that makes you a trophy hunter. Doesn't matter. Would she you... rather I throw it away in the trash? Well, here's like, here's the thing. The, didn't, the, like didn't, that's what I want to know. Didn't I'm sorry, the, I'm just like you, you already got me triggered. Like I'm already like off the rails. Oh, it's not. Am I supposed to take the meat and then throw the rest away? Is that is that? A good I'm just saying. Well, well, you're basically saying you know the 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 Native Americans who were here, they were all trophy hunters then because right. they took they took everything. 
Yeah, like, they made necklaces with the claws. They, yeah. they they made clothes. Their idea of getting what a like it's just cut and dry. The second you do this, she was like, I watched this video and uh the guy said, I can't wait to get this to the taxidermist. Well, and yeah. What what does that mean? That means you did just did it all for the trophy? Like, no, you want to take all of that animal and use it, but you're also using the meat and eating it. I mean, it's just like to me, when I hear that, I'm like, this is too easy, guys. Has she ever That's bought a argument? nice dress? Has she ever bought a nice dress and said, I can't wait to wear this out tonight? I mean, yeah. like, like, are these people that like in their little box of 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 like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, has he has she never bought a new car and said, I can't wait to get this washed so it's shiny again? Like, what the F? I want to watch you listen to that podcast. <laughs> oh my God. I'll I, I'll be like, like like mainlining like you know something um anyway it's just my point there was that this their argument is not that strong it's it's so unreal and it's like wait we have something to say to that and it right. and, and i think most people can understand the common sense that would come out of my reply to that right like, you're labeling me this just because i did that and you don't care about anything else that i did with the bear yeah well, if it? you're if you're if you're if you're holding out for a big animal that's got nice antlers, and so what you would rather me do is shoot a young, immature. I'll let you listen to it. They don't. They, she said they don't care about ungulates at all. They don't care about the she trophy admitted hunting. That. Admitted that. Said they don't care about trophy hunting of of ungulates. Um, it's a they're just a they're just a different species. They don't have the family structures. And I'm like, what? Like, hold on a second. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's you like, got it. That's, you got all on, that's in audio. Like, that's saved. This is real. That's yeah. golden. Yes, it is. Like, we don't care about this species. Kind of, kind of strange. You got to listen to it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That yeah. is. Well, we've all said it. Like, we've all said they don't care. They don't care about like they're not about they're not about wildlife <laughs> diversity. I think it's just become an ego thing. It's just like, you know, what are they going to do, give it up? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Well, I'm going to listen to that to, uh, tonight or tomorrow morning. And um, kudos to Hunt to Eat. Everybody, if you're not on the Hunting Easy podcast, <laughs> go to the Hunt to Eat podcast. Listen to this because this is, this is going to be priceless and it's educational for all of us. We need to like talk about know your enemy. Like it's, it's great to know what it is that is in their head and, and, uh, what they're thinking, what they're saying. Thanks, Mike. Incredible. Yeah. Thanks for the call tonight. Really appreciate how for wildlife is crushing it. Um, every hunter needs to have it bookmarked on their computer and, um, follow how for wildlife on Instagram, follow hunting ain't easy on Instagram. I will start talking about hunting again sometime. Hmm. it's been a while it's just consumed with all this stuff but we're going to talk about hunting a lot this year yeah i'll think get you out turkey hunting with me uh this spring if, if you can get away yeah be fun. yeah i don't know i gotta go to oregon for nine days and find a bear oh that's fun too yeah, yeah. so Spook turkeys <laughs> all right so, all right charles I'm, thanks i'm so gonna much. go have a guinness for saint yeah. patty's day absolutely enjoy right. we'll see, see you, you. Bye. bye-bye All right, quick wrap up. Thanks again, Charles Whitwam and Howl for Wildlife. Uh, what you guys are doing is just phenomenal for the hunting community. Uh, really a force multiplier for all of us. 
and uh, hope every listener here can jump over to Howl for Wildlife, take a look at the Action Center, support hunting opportunity, hunting rights, and wildlife management that's based on conservation principles and science and data. Uh, Support across all state lines and all species. That's the force multiplier. Hunters, big game hunters can support anglers. Anglers can support waterfowlers. State lines don't matter. We can support each other across state lines, across international boundaries even. So jump on over there and check out How for Wildlife. Take action. Become part of the solution to protecting hunting rights and access really worldwide. So appreciate your support on this. And uh, let's knock that pig bill out of the Senate and have that thing tabled until we as a hunting community can bring forth either the petition or the legislation that we support that is solely focused on what improves the wild pig and all other hunting situations here in California. Uh, Next up, we will see you all for the April bear hunt clash (laughs) at the Fish and Game Commission. So stay tuned and stay involved on the bear hunting opportunity here in California that we need to protect. Thanks, everybody.